Today is Black Friday, and because of COVID, we've been launched into the world of e-commerce. Amazon and Alibaba are the two giants of this industry, but this space is exploding for young entrepreneurs because of how easy it is to get started. One of the kids taking advantage of this is my friend Brennan, who sells millions of dollars of socks through his company's Hoop Swag, The Sock Game, and Pet Party. And I say kid because he's doing all of this before he can actually legally drink. He's only 20 years old. Welcome to Declassified College. And in this episode, we're breaking down how he got into it, what you can do to best position yourself in e-commerce, and we even answer the question of, is college worth it if you're trying to break into this space? Choose your fighter. Fight. I'm Justin Wynn. And in each episode, we will unlock a cheat code to help you navigate college so that by the time you walk across that stage, shake your president's hand, and grab your diploma, you have a job. College is a game. If you don't learn how to play it, it's going to play you. Now, if you want to do the opposite of spending on Black Friday and start investing, there are a ton of different apps out there that you can use to get started. But there isn't one better than public.com. And that's why we partnered up with them for this episode. I've started to use public and it has everything that the other apps have, plus a social side. You can see when and what people are buying and selling, and you can even ask questions too. This is huge for those who are just getting started and wondering why someone just bought some Tesla stock. But the best part is, if you sign up right now using the link in the show notes, you'll get $10 of a free stock, and who doesn't love free money? So what are you waiting for? But back to the e-commerce world with Brennan. He's accomplished so much in his 20 years, so I wanted to know where he felt like he was on his loading bar. Oh my, that's a good question. That's a hard question too. In my own eyes, I really only see maybe 15, 20%. I don't know. I feel like there's still a long way to go. And part of it is like, I'm not sure the loading bar ends because I think getting to my first however many percent you could say I'm at, I've realized it never does end. But if I had to guess, I'm probably in the 15%, 20% range. This 20-year-old makes over $1 million selling custom socks, 10 teenagers that are making more money than you, and others are all headlines for articles that feature Brendan's story. You might see these and think that he's been an overnight success, but he most definitely isn't. Yeah, no, it's it's really good point with the overnight. It never is overnight. But yeah, I mean, I started selling stuff online when I was seven years old, I think, on eBay and whatnot. Did all sorts of flipping things, buying stuff on eBay, garage sales, Goodwills, flipping it online. So you can call that e-commerce, I guess. That is what it is with just eBay, though. But kind of just figuring out how all that works, learning how the whole, how do you ship things? How do you take payment? How do you deal with taxes? All those sorts of little soft skills, if you will. And then by the time I was like 12 or 13, I ended up starting a sock company that happened to slowly grow into this million dollar company, which is sort of where you end up with that 17 year old sells a million dollars in socks. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But what about the four years it took to get to that million? And then also the, what is that? Six years before that, I'd been selling stuff online. No one, no one likes to consider those things. Entrepreneurship is a process. And something that I've learned is that most people who have been really able to take advantage of the internet at a young age have had years of experience, even as young kids. It can be hard to not compare yourself to these headlines and the first 10 pictures that you see on Instagram and think, what am I doing with my life? But I urge you to realize that everyone's journey is different. Be patient. 
It took Brendan years before he started to sell over a million dollars in socks. So don't hate yourself if your first year you don't hit that same benchmark. But if his story has started to inspire you to get into this industry, how do you start? Yeah, I mean, so the cool thing about e-commerce is like it's such a wide range of things. Like I think it's it's very important to be aware of the drop shipping stuff because I'm I've I've always gone back and forth on this. Like as a long-term business model, drop shipping is actually very valid and that's what some of that's really like what Amazon does. They're just a giant drop shipper. But so the business model is sound, but there's this in-between part where like I don't know if it's still as bad anymore, but like a year or two ago, like 2019 especially, there was all these drop shipping gurus who were selling these courses and they were selling a course on how to basically run a fraudulent business, which was sell things to people from China and hope they get there. And if they don't, you end up refunding and the real money was made in the courses, right? And I always was torn about this because like, I think I started earlier to a point where those things weren't around, but it would have been so easy to get attracted to those had they been. And so I, I can't really blame anyone that got into it for that. I don't think with that said, I think the business model, like I said, at scale is actually very profitable. Um, and and even at a smaller level, I think it, it provides some of the most like invaluable like learning moments, I think, in terms of soft skills, right? Because you learn how to ship, you learn how to do customer service, you learn margin, product costs, all your basic financial stuff. Like, is it a legit business? I don't know. But do you pick up a ton of soft skills along the way? Absolutely. And so I think there is a lot of value in that. But in terms of getting into e-commerce, like dropshipping is, is one thing. There's also, you can go start a brand. You could start sourcing things out of China or, or wherever. There's so many different ways to be involved with e-commerce because running a full e-com site and store is really all all encompassing. Like there's a lot of pieces to that. And so I, I think starting smaller and being like, okay, I'm going to find a good product. I'm going to do X, Y, or Z and focusing in on one thing and then slowly adding in the other pieces as you go is is super important to enable to, in order to be successful. Like I couldn't have started this whole e-commerce thing from scratch. Like I built all these little pieces on top of each other, um, which is sort of how I got to the point that I did today. And so getting started, I think just picking one sort of facet of that and then really digging into that and getting good before moving on is, is important. Because of the internet, there are a lot of people who are just trying to sell courses. So what is a good place to start learning about e-commerce? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people on YouTube who actually do provide relatively good content. And it depends what you're going for, right? Like, are you looking for logistics help or, or advertising or whatnot? There is this one agency out in LA, I believe, called Common Thread Collective that puts out a lot of free content um, that is just overall like D2C brand content that I personally think is like super quality. And I know a couple of the guys there, they're just good dudes and they run a very legitimate agency, but they put a lot of their practices that they're using within the agency out. And like, I learn stuff from them all the time. So they have a really good blog. And then there's a couple newsletters. Like I'm on uh, this one that's called The Hustle, I think. They usually have a lot of other good D2C and like e-com type brand stuff. And there was this one other one I'm blanking on the name right now. But um, look for some of these newsletters on Twitter is where I found them. There's a lot of these newsletters that when they're based off statistics are actually pretty interesting to learn from and looking at like, okay, this massive brand, here's their stats. What can I learn from that? Now, there seems to be a debate on should you build a brand first or a product first? Where do you start? I think the one thing that's at the core of e-commerce, right, is you look at what it is, like you're selling a product to someone like that is just the simple core of e-commerce. And I think a lot of times what I'll see is people try to go build something off of a brand. Brand is definitely needed, not always required. It's helpful. But at the end of the day, the entire company functions around a product. And so 
spending the time up front to make sure that product is good and the experience that comes along with it is good is is so important, especially nowadays, like unless you have some massive arbitrage for how to get customers, you're likely going to have to do some sort of social or paid or SEO or whatever it is. All these things cost money to do. And if you're able to provide a product that is solid and an experience that is solid, um, and even better, if the product solves a solution that no one has solved yet, then you get some free traffic out of that and, and free customers. But focusing the whole company around a product, in my opinion, is how you longer term build an actual successful company because branding in my opinion without a good product is sort of just like a facade of like smoke and mirrors of oh it does this 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 and that and you yeah you can convince someone to purchase once but are you going to be able to convince them to purchase your product again or even remember what it was called a year later and to me a lot of that comes back to the core of like focusing on product so product what's the process that you went through to create a great product well I think you have to start looking at, okay, is this product solving a solution? Like, what is this actually doing? I mean, the very generic one is, is this product solving a solution? In my case, it's like this, my products are gifts. They aren't necessarily, I guess you could argue that's a solution to someone needing a gift, but like they're gifts and things that bring people joy, if you will. Um, and the core to getting a good product is like, in my experience, is you look at what else is on the market. So if we just break down my sock scenario here, when I started getting into doing socks with dogs on them, it's a very large like market for Christmas. I started looking at like, okay, there's like two to three competitors in the space. I ordered stuff from them, saw the quality of the socks, saw how long they took to get to me. What was the customer service experience? Like where they sending emails, all that sort of things and reverse engineering what they'd already done, seeing what they were doing that was successful. And like what I realized was, okay, my actual socks that I can make are higher quality. And so that was one thing that I focused on product wise. I was like, my things are going to be a higher quality product. Yeah, they might have 10,000 more customers than me, but I'm going to make a higher quality product. And so that was figuring out what's out there. And then also just testing and testing and testing with friends and family and whatnot, getting their thoughts, but not only getting thoughts and feedback, but actually acting on that. And, and not because it's very easy. I find myself doing this sometimes too, like to ask for feedback and not do anything with it, but actually going out there, getting feedback from people, seeing what improvements they want to make to the product until we got to a point where it was easy. The experience, especially in my space, is like making ordering easy is important because we take in all these custom fields and whatnot. So all the way from the ordering process to the actual production and delivery of it. Well, our following has exploded recently, and we've thought about creating some merch that you can wear to your 9 a.m. lectures. So I guess before launching anything, we've got to make sure that it's the softest material so that once you finish that 9 a.m. Zoom University class, you can just jump back into your bed after. But speaking of college. Is it worth it if you want to get into e-commerce? I don't know a world in which I see college and e-commerce being correlated at all. There's certainly some aspects of it, right? Like, I guess the finance component would have been slightly helpful to have a class or two on that, but I just taught myself on YouTube and figured out that I could do these other things. Because it's not like e-com is a full business in itself, right? So yeah, you run into legal issues, you run into accounting issues. The reality is it probably makes sense to hire someone to do those things anyways. And so no, college doesn't become too applicable. but I'm also not too familiar with what's on college curriculums these days. I just doubt that, especially for my friends that have gone, that you're getting e-commerce training, especially because like e-commerce training that was valid a year ago is so different now. And like, I know the curriculum cycles on colleges are so long. There's absolutely no way they let alone have e-commerce, let alone up to date e-commerce. And, and so I don't know that college and e-commerce, in my mind, correlate in any way, shape or form. So if you were a professor, how would you create a curriculum around e-commerce? The way I would probably approach this is, that's a really hard question, actually. Um, 
So I would probably get really good at, or like I would teach all three topics in the same field, if, whether that's marketing or fulfillment or whatever it is, because on a, from a college professor standpoint, if they're going to teach this to a class, the reality is not all those people are going to go create their own businesses, but they can be super valuable internally to other companies in terms of like, it's so hard to even hire people that are really good at the e-com marketing or just e-com customer service. Like I would split those three Probably the most valuable one probably being marketing into like email, social, and paid if I had to choose three. But I don't know. That's the way I would structure it is it's because e-com is so all-encompassing. Like I feel like you have to break that down and realize not everyone's going to go start an e-com company, but you can play a huge role in being successful at one. Marketing seems to be the most important aspect of e-commerce. Of course, there are other pieces to building or working in this industry, but without marketing, the product really doesn't ever get seen. Now, we've talked about e-commerce a lot, and bringing this episode all the way back to the beginning where Brennan said that he was only 15% of the way done, what does 100% look like for you? Yeah, no, I don't think I will spend all my time in e-com. Like, I've already sort of ended up doing some more stuff in the software space and agency space and even some of the filming, like, content production side. Um, I get bored pretty easily, and so, like, for me, e-commerce is kind of what I started with and what I enjoyed, and I still do enjoy it, but by no means do I think I'll achieve or whatever my greatest thing in e-com. I I don't know what that is, but, like, e-com at this point is more of, like, one facet that I'm interested in, Uh, but there's so many different ones that it's so difficult to say, like, what that that looks like, but I definitely don't think it'll be e-com forever. Like, e-com is great, and it it, there's certain joys you get out of that and, and fun parts of running the, the business there, but there's just so much else out there, I think, that I've yet to figure out what I, what I like and don't like. His bar never stops loading, and yours shouldn't either. Sometimes you jump up a few percentages quickly in life, and other times, it's a slow growth. The only thing that matters is that it's always loading. Well, that's about it. I'm out. Another day, another cheat code, and you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all, so make sure you check out our website www.getchillgrindup.com and follow us on all social media platforms at getchillgrindup. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.